0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show. You're on with me, your host, Linda Gross. It's so nice to have you here today. I'm a little bit uh, under the weather, as they say. I just want to explain all of all of you uh, listeners for standing by me these last couple of weeks. I was in a horrible car accident, so you might have heard. Of crashed where the uh, uh, passenger in the car uh, ran out of control and we. Ended- going through a park and unfortunately the gas pedal was stuck on go <laughs> as they say, pedal to the metal and I don't know if you've ever been on a roller coaster ride but you could probably multiply multiply that ride by 40 because uh, we were going at a very high rate of speed through um, a local park that's uh, right here in Burbank, California we hit lots of items which were not not slowing us down in the least things like trash cans and park benches and ditches and rocks like nothing was slowing us down. Finally, at the end of the trip, uh, we ended up crashing into a chain-link fence. Even that didn't take us down. Um, we, we totally, like, knocked down the fence for um, quite a few feet, maybe like, uh, I don't know, 30, 40 feet of chain-link fence we knocked over. That didn't get the job done. Turns out, and this is what the EMT told me when uh, he arrived at the crash site, that there were two little barbed wires on top of the chain link fence which cradled our car and that's what saved our life had those two little pieces of barbed wire not have been there we would have kept on going right into the los angeles river um that day which, this was about uh, two weeks ago on august 28th that day the river was half full and even with the, the, the california drought it's usually at zero but um uh, Half full, but that wasn't gonna, you know, help matters because the first half of the LA River is solid concrete. So, um, two little wires could stop a pound truck going at full speed, but it really looked like uh, there were angels watching over, and it was not our time. It was not meant to be, and you know that those wires saved our lives. We, uh, my husband and I, end up. Walking uh, ended up walking the crash um, just this past Sunday, which was two weeks after the accident, just to retrace our step. And another thing that I was completely amazed about was um, there were so many trees in the park. And I would say there were probably a dozen trees. And, of course, the trees were not symmetrical. They were not in two lines. They were completely random. And the trees were close together. They were, I would say, maybe 10 feet apart. So if the car is 6 feet wide and the trees are 10 feet apart, goodness knows how we navigated a dozen trees. I'm just thinking in my head, you know, if it were a professional race car driver going at full speed, and this is not a level track, this is a hilly park with a lot of loops and dips Um, Even a professional race car driver would have had trouble navigating through all those trees and not hitting anything. Um, The emergency technicians said that had we hit any of those trees, especially at full speed, that would have been the end of that, too. So we are blessed and so ever so lucky, ever so grateful that we made it through all of that. Um, The first day I was walking, albeit in pain, but, um, you know, it has uh, been a lot of pain during this journey, but so what? I can handle it. I think one thing that really helped me is I had been weight training for years, and actually just this year, um, I was so consistent, but just this year I kind of like slacked off a little bit, and I was kind of burnt out, and I decided, you know, to do other things things. And so I've been a little bit away from the gym. But I think all that weight training, it's, it, it's in my muscle memory or something. It totally helped me through the crash. It is absolutely helping me with the recovery. Um, yes, I'm in pain. I'm managing the pain. But I am so grateful that I can walk and stand and sit and I'm not disabled. I'm not crippled. I'm not hobbling. I'm not limping it's just like an an absolute miracle on so many different levels I'm so grateful to uh, have you guys here on my journey Uh, I'm I'm I know I've heard from quite quite a good many of you for those of you who are not already on my Facebook fan page Just uh, give me a hi that that you've heard this this broadcast today. Same name as the show. It's easy to find. Go to Facebook, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Uh, Hit like page if you haven't done so already so you'll get the once a week uh, notifications on what the show topics are. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Shout out and say hi. Alright, so let's get to business. I'm still on uh, easy, easy road. I'm still in recovery, so um, I have a wonderful guest host today. Uh, let me introduce him to you. Um, he is Todd Watellis, and the topic today is Competitive Dating, Beat the Odds and Win the Girl. Now, how perfect is that? So Todd was one of the first people to step forward to welcome me to my first radio broadcast uh, gig as a host in 2015. He's a former computer scientist turned poker pro. Um, After after entering the World Series of Poker, Todd played the $3,000 in the Limit Hold'em event, finishing in first place. He earned the World Series of Poker gold bracelet and went home with a bank of nearly $350,000 in prize money. Todd has been a professional poker player now for 13 years. You can listen to our previous show with Todd on poker in my archives on January 6, 2016. In fact, after the show, I will link that to my Facebook fan page. So if you want to hear more, Todd, please listen to that show. All right, so aside from all this poker, Todd hosts a very successful weekly podcast from his site, um, and you can visit him at pokerfraudalert.com. That's PokerFraudAlert.com. Uh, he usually has a weekly show, and that's on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. He's also the producer of a popular podcast called Trevor's Trevershappyhour.com. Trevor'sHappyHour.com. If you go to that website, there'll uh, be the links that are there. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's introduce my guest today. Todd
1: us. Thank you, Linda. I'm very happy to be here. and very excited about doing this show. I think I have a lot of good information for you guys out there who are not doing all that well in online dating and wondering, is this it? Is this all I can do? How are yeah. other guys succeeding with this? And I'm not. I'm going to tell you about how I succeeded with it going back to the 1980s. And yes, it goes back that far, even though I'm only 44 years old. And I will tell you what the problems are. That people are doing wrong these days and what you can do to change it, even in a highly competitive environment, which online dating is. So we will do so after the break. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMAT 1490 AM.
2: Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less realize the benefits now go to the men's advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way that's themensadvocate.com slash coaching
3: On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk.
1: Welcome back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. My name is Tom, I'm a fill-in guest host for Linda while she recovers from her very, very scary car accident where she was injured, but uh, not as bad as it could have been if you heard in the previous segment. If you'd like to call in during the show, I welcome your calls. The phone number is 951-922-3532. That's 951 922 3532. So we're going to talk about online dating during this hour. And the reason I wanted to do this, I came to Linda when I heard about her accident and I said, you know, I I've always wanted to get this out on the radio, especially on a show like this because I think there's a lot of guys that could benefit from it. I tell male friends about this all the time because I'm someone who did online dating successfully for many, many years. Now, I don't do it anymore. I've been in a seven-year relationship. So even though my information hasn't been used in seven years, it still works today. And I know this because I tell friends and they do exactly what I did and and they're successful with it. There's a right way to do online dating and there's a wrong way to do online dating. And the good news for you is you don't have to be good-looking. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be young. You don't even have to possess great social skills to make this work. So it's not like advice where uh, you have to have something extraordinary in order to be successful. You don't, and that's the whole point here, is that for average guys with an average income, with an average life, this can work to get appealing women, women that that you would want to date. Not necessarily the perfect tens on a scale from one to ten in looks, but uh, women that you will be attracted to, women that you'll be happy to date, and uh, you won't be scraping the bottom of the barrel on the dating sites. The problem, the main problem with online dating is there is a very bad ratio. Very bad ratio as far as men who are interested versus women who are interested. And when I say the word interested, I don't just mean the sheer numbers of women versus men on dating sites. There are a lot of women on these dating sites. But the problem is they, they don't really care as much as the men as far as getting dates as far as having sex, as far as things like that, they don't care as much. They're, they just kind of wait for something to fall into their lap that, that they really find appealing, where men are constantly competing, constantly sending messages to every woman they can find on there that looks halfway decent. Someone did a study on the site OKCupid, which is a popular dating site. They created 10 fake accounts of various attractiveness of both males and females, and they found that on average, women were getting 12 times as many messages, unsolicited, than the men were. So the, the men were, were getting 1 the messages that the women. So every time you send a message to a woman on there, there are probably 12 other guys, minimum, sending messages along with you. And sometimes a lot more than that if uh, the woman is very attractive. So the problem is, She's got to select from a very large and overwhelming pool of men. And if think of it, think if you were a girl and you have 50 messages in your inbox within a few days of being there. How do you pick? How do you select who to go out with? How do you ever give all 50 guys a chance? The answer is you don't. You, you uh, drop a lot of them right away without even responding. And the ones you do respond to, you, you don't want to give a lot of time to each one because you want to give each one a chance. So these guys have very little opportunity to distinguish themselves and at best they get like a coffee date where you meet for coffee for 20 minutes in the afternoon and she scrutinizes every little detail of you and if you don't do everything perfectly and maybe if you're not uh, exceptionally good looking or you're not exceptionally interesting in those 20 minutes then she says okay well thank you it's been nice meeting you goodbye and that's it and you go wow this this is not working out how come I can't get anywhere and this this is the case for many many people many many guys involved in online dating. So you have to find a way to distinguish yourself and you have to avoid the pitfalls that will cause you to end up on this dreaded 20-minute coffee date, which never ends in success. So first I want to talk about what the coffee date problem is. The coffee date problem is that you never want to just do a cold meeting with someone that you have no connection with and have them quickly judge you in 20 minutes unless there's something really exceptional about you. And yet to be honest with yourself, are you really, really good looking where the girl's going to fall over backwards going, wow, I can't believe I'm on a date with this guy? Probably not. I'm not that way. You're probably not that way. I'm not saying you're ugly. I'm not saying I'm ugly. I'm saying that unless you really wow them with how you look or unless you have this amazing personality that will stand out from all other guys or unless uh, there's something else about you that's really amazing, you're going to be there for 20 minutes. She's going to judge every little last shallow aspect about you. And probably pass, probably just go on and say, okay, nice meeting you, Uh, uh, see you later, and never talk to you again. Most guys who do online dating fail at it or they settle for the least appealing women on the sites because those are the only ones giving them a chance. So when you fail with the women you really want, then you go, well, let let me contact these women that I don't really like but I'm desperate so I'll go out with them anyway. And that's why a lot of guys I know who get a lot of, quote, action from these dating sites, I see the women they're getting it with and I go (laughs) – why are they bothering? these? They're, they're clearly not attracted to these women and they're just doing it because they're the only ones who will give them a chance. The key here, and this is what I'm going to focus, focus on the whole show, is you have to establish a connection before meeting in person. There has to be a connection where the girl meeting you in person is excited about you, thinks about you all the time, is really emotionally invested in the whole thing working, really, really likes you and feels like, you're a part of her life before you even meet her. Because when you do that, if you have an emotional connection, then your looks, your financial status, your age, your social skills even become much less important. And in fact, she will often overlook them without even realizing she's overlooking them because she likes you so much going in. You're coming in with a huge advantage, a huge advantage if you have made an emotional connection. And you may not realize this because women are very much driven by their emotions and uh, it's very very important for them to have an emotional connection to really be attracted to a guy more than it is for men and for men it's important too like for me personally it's important but men can look at a woman and if she's mildly attractive uh your libido takes over and that's enough a lot of times but for women it's not that way a few women it is but most of them it isn't most of them if they have an emotional connection with you all these other things are secondary And that's why you'll sometimes see very beautiful women with with ugly men who aren't even rich and don't really seem to have anything on the surface to offer. And you go, how did this guy manage this? And that's how he did it. He established an emotional connection in some way. There's various ways to do it, but I'm talking about the online dating way of doing it or any way where you can get a woman either on the phone or through text messages where you can establish this connection. The less connection you have before meeting in person – the more likely you will be judged for those shallow things I was talking about. The more likely that uh, she will be willing to dismiss you for any fault she finds, no matter how small. If you make an emotional connection, then your looks, your financial status, your age, your social skills, they, they become less important. Now, this will require some time. If you can't put effort into this, This is nothing you're going to be able to do in 10 minutes. So if if you can't put some effort into this, the methods I'm going to describe will not work for you. If you just want uh, quick and easy, you know, go meet a girl and uh, get laid, then what I'm describing here is not going to work. You have to put some some time into it. But the good news is it's not going to take an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of time because each one of these, it's kind of time you'll be taking over a short period of time maybe in a week or two. And then uh, when you actually go meet the girl in person, your chance of succeeding is very, very high. And that's the goal here. And the good news is it's not just about having sex. If you're looking for a relationship, this is a great way to establish a relationship because a relationship, a long-term relationship that's going to work has a much higher chance of working If it has a very strong beginning, a very strong and exciting beginning. Now, as I'm sure you all know, after a few months, even sometimes after a few weeks, the excitement in a relationship will start to die down. And a relationship that's been around for a year or two years is not going to be as exciting or heart-pounding as it was in the first month. And that's the case with everybody. So it's important to have this very hot beginning, this uh, very exciting beginning where you're really, really into each other to build on and then the relationship can work. The relationship I'm in now, a seven-year relationship, had a very, very strong start to where I felt that it had a very good chance of going the, going the distance, going the long-term. So this will work if, if you're just looking for a casual dating sort of thing, and it'll also work for establishing long-term relationships. It won't always result in a long-term relationship. Sometimes you'll meet someone, get along really well at the beginning, and after knowing them for two weeks, you notice things about them you don't like, or they get to learn things about you they don't like, or you're just not very compatible. And though, even though you've had a nice few weeks together, you go your separate ways. I'm sure all of you have had that situation as well. I know I have. But as far as meeting someone, having a good start with them, and at least having the building blocks for having a long-term relationship with someone that you're compatible with. These methods will all work. And there's not a lot of trickery to them. The best thing about these methods is that it really just involves being yourself. It really just involves a little bit of restraint and it involves just listening, just being there in her life in that short period of time that you get to know her before you meet. Because the earlier you meet, the quicker you meet, the less you know her when you meet, the less chance you will have of success. And then the opposite's true. The more time that passes, as long as there's not too much time, and the more connection you build, then you will have a very, very high chance, in some cases over 90%, of at least the beginning, the first few dates, the first few weeks working out very well, and the girl really being into you, even if uh, this is the same girl who wouldn't give you the time of day if she just met you on the street. I'll tell you about the methods you can use and how successful it's been and how it'll work for you when we come back. This is the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMAT 1490 AM. If you want to call in, once again, the phone number is 951-922-3532. We will be right back.
2: had a long day you just want to escape the world and you know just the place to do it round up your mates and head on over to henson brewing company burbank's first craft brewery quality complexity and always easy to drink follow our progress and support us on facebook and kickstarter coming winter 2016 Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are.
4: Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today.
3: Where men can be men.
1: This is the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMAT 1490 AM. I am Todd Witellis, sub-hosting for Linda Gross, who is currently on rest from a bad car accident. She will be back soon. If you want to call into the show, phone number is 951-922-3532. 951-922-3532. We're talking about being successful in online dating and the correct method to use because most of you are doing it wrong. And I was doing it right, and I, in fact, have been in a seven-year relationship partially through these methods I'm going to talk about here. Uh, We're going to get into breaking the ice. How do you break the ice on an online dating site or any kind of online situation where you're talking to a girl? Let me tell you the things you should not do. Some guys think they're really clever with form letters. Form letters are they type out a whole page of – what they want to send to a girl, and then they just copy and paste it to 100 women. They, they think they're so clever. They think, oh, these women are never going to know it's a form letter. They're never going to know I sent this to 99 other women. Guess what? They know. <laughs> Guess what? Every one of them gets form letters every time, and they look at them. And they go, oh, this is a form letter. I'm not going to respond to this guy. They, they're not stupid. They recognize a form letter. You're not the only one doing it. In fact, most guys are doing this form letter crap, so don't do it. Uh, and if you're going to send a form letter, if you're going to say, well, I can't type out an individual letter to all the different women I want to write to, because there's no problem with writing to a lot of women on these sites. But so you may say, well, how can I do it? I can't type out a hundred different letters. Well, you can have a partial form letter and then just make sure to read their profile and to say something interesting or witty about things that they wrote in there. Don't, don't just try to make a token reference. Like if, if he mentions like how she likes to play volleyball, don't do a form letter and then, uh, slip in there somehow, Um, oh, I see you like volleyball. That's cool. That's not going to impress you. It's still going to look like a form letter where you inserted a line. Uh, You you would have to write something uh, more than that to where it doesn't jump out as like you just dropped a line in there to make it look like like it's not a form letter. So make sure it does not come off as a form letter. Whether it is or not, if it comes off as a form letter, and be honest with yourself, you're not going to get much success. It's going to be ignored. Do not give compliments. This may be counterintuitive. You may think, oh, I want to tell her how beautiful she looks. No, don't. Now, don't do what's known as negging either. Negging means insulting her, putting her down. There's, there's some people who engage in the negging tactics, thinking that if they say negative things to a woman, that she will perceive you as above her and want to impress you. I'm not saying that never works. I'm saying in the online dating realm, especially on an online dating site where you're just sending an initial letter, that does not typically work. Because they see you as a jerk and just don't respond. So stay away from that. Don't put the girl down, but also don't compliment her. Don't tell her she's beautiful. Don't tell her she's interesting. She seems smart. Don't say anything complimentary. Just write a matter-of-fact uh, letter that does not come off as, its, uh, as a form letter that seems interesting, that seems witty, anything you can say that seems funny or that uh, would grab her attention. When you're writing it, think of it as if you were the girl reading it. Think, would I be interested in responding to this if I were a girl? Or does this just seem boring and generic? If it seems boring and generic, rewrite it. And as I said, don't compliment, don't neg, just write in the middle. Stay away from both of those things. Also, very important to stay away from anything sexual or provocative. If you write anything like that, a very, very high percentage of the girls will ignore you and in fact maybe block you. Do not do that. There will be time for that later when the time is right. Do not do that. It's it's a killer. So never write that in the initial letter or the initial contact. Now, once you get a response that seems positive, respond fairly quickly and keep the conversation going. Again, never keep the conversation generic. Keep it going. No matter what you have to do, keep the conversation going. If she writes you anything that uh, you think you can ask about for more detail, like about her job or whatever, then Then ask for more detail, act like you're interested even if you're not. And once you get enough back and forth on the online site, whatever you're using, the important thing is to push it quickly to either the phone or texting. I personally prefer the phone because on the phone you can really establish a connection because it's the perfect medium between – or the perfect middle ground between meeting in person, which can be awkward and intimidating, and the computer, which is very impersonal. On the phone, you hear a human voice, you're there with each other, you're giving each other your full attention, uh, but you're not having a person right in front of you, so it's much more comfortable. Now, each person is different, so some people just hate talking on the phone. Some people are not good at talking on the phone, so if you're one of those people, then stick it to texting. But either way, you have to break into conversation. Don't just get on the phone or get in the text messages and say, okay, so uh, when are we going to meet? Don't don't do that because then you're going to set up a meeting date and the conversation will be over. Just start talking, just start texting, start talking, ask questions about her. What do you do for a living? Uh, You know, what type of stuff do you like to do for fun? You know, what music do you like? Whatever. Just, just make conversation and watch for anything she tells you that you can respond and ask for more detail because that will start the connection. And then she'll start to tell you because women like to talk. They like to give detail. They like to have people who listen to them. In fact, many of these women may have been in previous relationships, even marriages, where they were not being listened to, and to have a guy listening to them is already very appealing. So, so start asking for more detail. Then you can respond with your own stories if they're somewhat related to what she's talking about, especially if you have entertaining stories. And don't, don't worry if it's about an ex-girlfriend that something funny happened or something – You know, she tells you about an ex-boyfriend who did such and such and you want to tell about an ex-girlfriend who did something similar. Definitely do it. Some people say don't ever talk about exes. I don't agree with that. I, I, you shouldn't harp on the exes and seem bitter and angry. But if you've got a funny anecdote or, or you're responding to her ex-boyfriend story with your ex-girlfriend story, do it. The point is you want to have somebody you, – you want to have a connection. You want to have it to where she feels she can talk to you, where she feels comfortable talking to you, where she feels like you want to listen, and where you are entertaining and interesting to talk to. And when I say entertaining, you don't have to be a comedian being funny always helps. We don't have to be a comedian. You just have to keep the conversation going and be interesting. Again, at the beginning when you're on the phone or texting, no compliments. No compliments, don't say how much you're enjoying this, Don't uh, nothing like that. The reason for no compliments is that uh, Groucho Marx once said, I would never want to join a club that would have me as a member. And what he meant by that is that uh, – he wants to join a club that is so exclusive that they would look down on him because he feels like he's moving up in the world. And unfortunately, a lot of women are like this. A lot of women, if you are complimenting them, telling them how beautiful they are and how wonderful they are, they think, wow, if I'm the very best he can get to where he's looking at me like the most beautiful woman and the most interesting woman, then I must be above him. I, I shouldn't date down to this guy if, if this guy thinks that... uh I'm the very best he's ever seen. That must mean all the women he dated before me are below me. So they they don't always consciously think this, but they subconsciously think this. So that's why you don't want to compliment. Of course, you don't want to insult them either, or you come off as a jerk, but uh, you should just stay away from all that stuff. That's why you shouldn't do it until you've already started to establish the connection, and then you can start letting some light compliments come out. And then as you get closer and closer, then you can start dropping the... Bigger compliments, because at that point, uh, you've already got the connection. And you're just solidifying it. So no compliments at the beginning, though. Never reveal anything voluntarily which will make you look bad. Don't uh, mention that uh, you went to jail two years ago. Don't mention you still live with your mom and dad. Uh, don't mention uh, you're unemployed. Uh, don't mention you've been having financial problems. Don't mention these things. I'm not saying to lie. In fact, I'm saying the opposite. You should not lie. Never misrepresent yourself. Never lie because they will come back to bite you. You're just setting yourself up for failure. I guess you can get away with lying if uh, you're just, your goal is to see them once or twice and uh, you know get whatever physical action you can and uh, never see her again. But I, I think that's a dishonest approach. I'm an honest person. I, I don't – I'm not into the whole lying to get action from women thing. I don't think that's the right thing to do. So don't lie. But that doesn't mean you have to present the – parts about yourself that are not very flattering. It's kind of like uh, when you go buy meat in the store. A lot of times the the steak, the good part of the steak, is what's facing up through the plastic, and then when you get it home, the other side <laughs> doesn't look nearly as good as the side that you saw when you bought it. That That's what you should – that's the way you should package yourself. If necessary, just omit unflattering details of your life. And if you're asked, uh, tell the truth but try to soften it or try to avoid – the topic. Hopefully you don't have too many things that will be big deal breakers or, or make you look bad. But uh, if you do, you, you have to try to establish the connection first and then she'll be much more tolerant of these things. Don't attempt to talk sexually at the beginning of the conversation. Once you're on the phone, once you're texting, don't, don't start requesting dirty pictures. Don't, uh, don't try to get them to talk uh, dirty with you on the phone, don't, because again, You may have made some progress already. You're going to blow it. You're going to kill it right there, so don't. You have to wait for this to happen at its own pace. Here's something you can do that will help your chances. Bring up the dating site. That's a good icebreaker. Bring up the dating site. Have you met any other guys from here? How were they? Did you have any bad experiences? I hear there's a lot of uh, lousy guys on here. I, I have some female friends with a lot of bad experiences on here. Most of the girls will then give you an earful or a textful of all the different losers that she had bad experiences with, even when she didn't meet, even when they were messaging her. It's a good thing you can laugh about together, and then you can separate yourself from them. You can keep bad-mouthing all the other guys on the site where you met her as perverts, losers, desperate guys, dishonest, etc. You can make it look like that you don't have the bad qualities that all these guys have had that she's frustrated with. And you can separate yourself from them, and even... You can sometimes knock out the competition by, by bad-mouthing the other guys there so much. Sometimes the girl will decide, you know what? I'm kind of done with this dating site. This is the last guy I'm going to talk to, which means there's not going to be new guys coming in that are going to be competing with you. But even if she doesn't leave the dating site, you'll already taint her view of dating site guys except for yourself. So it's always good to badmouth the other guys who are on the site, but start off by having her describe Other guys she's met from there, and ask you know, did it go well? Were there any problems? I've heard there are a lot of lousy guys on here, and then let her go off on it. And then, right there, you've already separated yourself. Right there, you can say, "Well, I'm not this way." Well, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, wow, I'm I'm glad I'm not in your shoes. (laughs) You know, having to meet guys on here because they all sound awful. Things like that, and that'll actually do a lot to make it look like she's found the one diamond in the rough. The more she talks to you, the more connected and invested she will feel, and that will lead to being able to ask for the first date, and at this point, you're going to be in very, very good shape. I'll tell you how you transition to the first date and what to do on the first date in our final segment. If you want to call in once again, 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. This is the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET, 1490 AM.
2: Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Usually handled in four sessions or less realize the benefits now go to the men's advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way that's the themensadvocate.com slash coaching
3: Darn, maybe you missed part of this show.
2: Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's Archive shows at your convenience. The premium tune-in also allows you to record and listen at a later date. Just Google TuneIn Linda Gross. That's Google TuneIn Linda Gross. Subscribe now and please share with your friends.
3: Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men.
1: Listening to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMAT 1490 AM. Phone number is 951 922 3532. 951 922 3532. I am Todd Witellis. I am the guest host this week as Linda is recovering from a car accident. Just want to mention before I finish off on this last segment that Linda's book, Mastering Women, actually covers some of these topics that I'm talking about today. Kind of inadvertently, I actually haven't even read her book because I, I've, uh, I only discovered it after I was uh, in a long relationship and didn't need it. But uh, she mentioned in her book about making a connection as well. And so she, as a woman, is advising the same thing as I am. So you know it's the right advice. Mastering Women, mastering women you can find it on Amazon. And of course, Linda is the regular host of this show. I'm just guesting this week. So how do you transition to the actual first date? Because that's the point of this whole thing. Well, once you have made a connection through the text messages through the phone where you can where you can see that she's excited to talk to you, where you can see that uh, you're talking all day, even if it's just through, te- through text, to where it seems like she's thinking about you all day where you're a very important part of her life all of a sudden, even though she didn't know you a week ago. And now oh, you're a big part of her life, and now she's actually kind of a big part of yours too because you're talking to her as well. Once that connection's been made, and you'll be able to tell, you'll be able to tell when uh, she is feeling close to you, then you should take it to the next level and make that first date. But don't make it a coffee date. You don't want something that's planned to be 20 minutes because now you're way past that. Now you want an actual date where you'll spend time together together and translate whatever you had over the phone into in person. If you're not feeling this connection, though, if it just didn't develop, if it just seems like she isn't all that interested in talking to you and she could take you or leave you, give up on it. Don't bother. Just just let it go and find another girl on there to do this with. Because as you can see, this is going to take a little time. So if, if it's not happening with one of them, it's not going to happen with every single girl you talk to. It's got to be someone that at least you're somewhat personality compatible with. So if it doesn't happen, move on. Abandon, and you will find one soon who it does happen with. Uh, something you can do, by the way, when you're still on the phone, like like let's say it's late at night. Late at night is a good time to do this type of stuff because that's when women feel the most uh, romantic. They feel often the, the most sexually charged late at night versus during the day when they have all kinds of things on their mind. Uh, you can say things like, uh, you know, I'm just lying here here in bed just alone just thinking how great it'd be to hold someone again things like that that aren't like directly sexual but are are starting to kind of point that way but have have more of a romantic tone to them and then see what kind of reaction you get if you get a good reaction oh yeah i'm thinking about that too then then you can start going into it and then it'll usually take care of itself from there at its own pace uh let's let's take a break though for a second for my advice and uh, bridget you're calling in hello uh you have anything you'd like to say about uh the advice I've given
5: so far. Hi, Todd. I have a lot to say. I just started internet dating in July, the beginning of July, and it's really been a horror show, and I have a lot to add, so much so that I started a YouTube channel (laughs) because I need to tell these men really what to do and what not to do. It's, It's been a tragedy for me, and I'm just actually using... The platform to get viewers. Um, I have a lot to say, first of all, about their first communication with women, but you've touched on that. But I also have another comment that the follow through is horrible with these men, just deplorable.
1: When you say follow through, you mean that they, uh, when they respond back to you, they they don't make good conversation?
5: They don't make good conversation, or they just want to text, or even the ones that I'm interested in have contacted me, we'll talk on the phone a few times, we'll discuss getting together, what we want to do, where we want to go, and then gone. Never hear from them again. And then the ones I have met, you know, I, I didn't feel chemistry and I let them know up front, but yet they hound me, almost to a point of stalking, messaging me, commenting on my new photos. It's, so, you know, there's a lot for these men to learn. And well, I don't you're right. know you're,
1: you know what? You're right about the thing about if it isn't working, you just give up. You, once the girl's not into you, you need to just give up and abandon ship because you're you never going to convince her to think otherwise. But but uh, let me ask you something, Bridget. You said the ones you had uh, no chemistry with. Did right. you feel the strong connection I talked about You know, through the texting, through the phone calls before meeting them? Or did you just kind of feel like, ah, I could take him or leave them when you might I feel going in, honestly, with these ones that it didn't really okay. work?
5: Honestly, I really like uh he was from another country and I'm always interested in meeting people from different cultures. And he mentioned he had a coffee business and he would bring some coffee to the date and we were gonna go to the movies. We had that in common, just the kinds of movies that we liked. But when we got there, number one, he did pay for the film, I will give him that. But he didn't really come dressed appropriately, I thought, he didn't give it much thought. Okay, let's let's just put that aside. But um during the movie I was hungry. And he never brought coffee, never offered a snack. And I went down to the concession stand and had a pizza by myself. And Did after you tell the- you were
3: hungry?
5: Yes, and, I, and he knew it, and I even brought leftover pizza, and, and he had no comment whatsoever. So he wasn't a complete gentleman. And when we got to my car, and I drove, and he had his car separately, he tried to make out with me in the parking lot in the middle of the afternoon in a busy shopping center area. And I thought, no, what are you doing?
1: You know, well, that's, well, that's already there was already something done wrong here in the first place. Is you don't do this during the day. It's just the ro- wrong atmosphere. You always try to correct. meet at night the first time. It's just the wrong atmosphere during the day. As you said, there's nothing romantic about being in the middle of a parking lot with the sun beating down on you. Yes. Uh, exactly. And, and you know, to have the first kiss—that's not going to happen. You want it in an environment where it feels romantic, and for women, I know that's very important. And also, you have to do it at a time when you feel that she's into you. You can't just force it on her and say, "Okay, it's time for the kiss," because you know coming to the end of the date—it doesn't work that way. Was uh, very so, and
5: it was a total—the whole thing was a total turn off.
1: Yeah, but but a lot of times. If you, if you talk to them a lot on the phone or even through text messages, and as I said, I prefer the phone, and I go back to the 1980s doing this. There was actually here.
5: I'm old school. I'm old 80s, school. So. I have to hear your voice.
1: Yeah, so yeah. it's you, you establish much more of a connection on the phone than texting, though I just know some people, especially these days, are just okay. saying, oh, I'm not a phone person. I hate talking on the phone. So if you're really, really not a phone person, then do it through text. You can establish it through text. It's better on the phone, and uh, uh, but I just... I recommend for both males and females, you've got to feel something very strong before you meet. Otherwise, the chance of it succeeding is much, much lower. And that's why I say take the, take the week to talk, You know, to talk every day. To, and, exactly. and also sometimes that will weed out the people you don't like. Sometimes yeah. they'll yeah. expose things about themselves or, or you'll just notice I'm kind of bored talking to them where you just go, okay, I, I don't really want to meet them. Too many people take the, let's meet, knowing very little about each other and having very little connection, and just see what happens. And those oh my rarely gosh,
5: I must get 100 emails on each site I'm on, and every most emails are, hi, can we meet? <laughs> like, uh, I've never even had a conversation with them. Hi, let's meet. Hi, can I come over? Hi, can you come over? It's <laughs> just... You know, wrong, and those messages you mentioned at the beginning of your show, where they have a form letter, yeah. insert name here. <laughs> I get those all the time. I yeah, it's not, it's I don't not even fooling any anyone. It's not yeah, fooling correct.
1: anyone. So, so yeah, you know, let me ask you, Bridget. Uh, you don't have to give the exact answer if you don't want to. But in what age group are you in? How how uh, old are you? If you just want to say what your decade is, uh, can you say okay. that?
5: Okay, my decade is thirty nine forever.
1: You're thirty nine forever. Okay. You're, you're <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> it matters somewhat because it, it in every age group there there's kind of some different dynamic working uh, as far as uh what works best but you know what I'm giving are generic pieces of advice that'll work for everybody whether you're you're seventy or whether you're t- you're twenty five but uh so you always want to establish that connection but uh it's different and then of course uh as as far as age goes for the most part you you want to stick to someone fairly close to your age the You don't always have to. This can work with people of of a different age group than yours, but it gets a little harder. It always gets a little bit harder unless the person who you're speaking to routinely dates people who are your age. So if if you're like my age, 44, and you're talking to a woman who's 25, your chance of succeeding with her is much lower than with a woman who's 40 unless this 25-year-old Seems to date a whole lot of guys in their forties. She just seems to be into that. Then you're probably fine, but you, you should keep that in mind as well. If you're a guy my age, don't inundate twenty one year old girls with uh, messages. You're probably going to get very little response because uh, and the reverse uh, most too. You That's a
5: great guy. point. Very great, really great point. Because the real young guys, twenty twenty one, are contacting me in droves. On the other hand, the men that are in their late fifties and sixties are me. Contact- I'm not interested. I even put my age range in my profile. What I'm interested in men don 't read i don 't know why, but they do not go yeah they
1: through. right mm-hmm. you need to read okay, Bridget. I thank you a lot for your call, and you 've brought up a lot thank of good you. stuff here and thank uh, you. Unfortunately, we are out of time, and unfortunately i didn 't even get to finish everything that I had to present to you guys. so you can already do a lot with what i said i 'll be happy to come back another time and uh, maybe even sometime soon to finish off uh, my advice about online dating. Uh, But we're just about out of time here, so I hope you guys got something out of this. Uh, You can listen to my own radio show, which is about poker gambling and a lot of miscellaneous topics. It's kind of more of a a comedy show, too. It's on uh, PokerFraudAlert.com. That's PokerFraudAlert.com, and it's at about 7.30 p.m. or thereabouts. It's an internet show. It goes a really long time. You can also find it on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, a lot of other platforms, Google Play. In fact, this show – you can listen to on TuneIn. You can find the archives on SoundCloud. You can go to KMAT, fourteen ninety amcom and listen to the show. And I've enjoyed co-hosting, uh, not co-hosting, guest hosting. And I hope I can come back and do it sometime soon, especially to finish off the material that I didn't get to finish. I, I enjoyed Bridget's call. I, I, I'm glad that we got a female point of view. In fact, validating a lot of what I was saying. So you guys heard it from a woman who's frustrated. That's who you want to get a hold of and and be different than all these guys who are failing at it. You hear from her. So you're listening to KMAT 1490 AM. My name is Todd Witellis. I subbed for Linda Gross. You can find me on Facebook too, Todd, W-I-T-T-E-L-E-S, if you'd like to comment on anything that I said tonight. And I guess that's it. Linda, get better. I hope you recover quickly. Get back to this show. A lot of guys need your advice. And... I enjoyed being here this this week, so we will do a part two, Linda says.